Oh, yeah. Ooh, ah, that's how it always starts. But then later there's running and then screaming. The world's just changed so radically, and we're all running to catch up. How can we possibly have the slightest idea of what to expect? With the best intentions. Some of the worst things imaginable have been done with the best intentions. Dr. Malcolm, I have to share a few campfire stories with my uncle. You can convince the Washington Post and the Skeptical Inquirer of whatever you want. But I was there, I know what happened, and so do you. I, I don't think you're giving us our due credit. Our scientists have done things which nobody's ever done before. Yeah, yeah, but your scientists were so preoccupied with whether or not they could that they didn't stop to think if they should. Welcome to episode 46 of Jurassic Minutes, the May issue, where we discuss recent movie, toy, and franchise news of the Jurassic series. I'm Brad. And Dave. And on this episode, we'll be discussing uh, Universal. Has got a couple of things organised for JP30. We're going to discuss that. Uh, Mattel, on the other hand, is giving fans a much better experience with some fantastic figures, and we're going to talk about some more of those as well. And uh, we've got a new version of Jurassic coming out, a uh, new DVD Blu-ray, <laughs> Steelbook, uh, is it going to be new? We'll talk about that too. But uh, in the meantime, David, uh, I know last minute, I uh, last month I had nothing. I was waiting for stuff to go on discount. Unfortunately, I completely missed all the Lego. It was gone. It went discounted and was gone before I got back in there on the weekend to purchase. So I missed that. But uh, in one store today, I found the red. Mattel real field T-Rex and I I am denied about it for a long time I've got the original actually I think I've got two of the original Kenner ones so getting the new Mattel one wasn't really high on my priority but once I got that thing in hand uh, it's it's a very nice figure it is a, I agree they really knocked that knocked out of the park with this one I only have one of the original uh, Kenner Red Rexes the figure came out before I was really old enough to really get into the movie, so it was definitely a second-hand market purchase. Mm -hmm. But this figure, I mean, it's not, I won't say it's better than the original, but it's really, I really do appreciate the authenticity that went into it. The real feel is perfect. Mm. The sculpt is really good. The, uh, I, I even really like the kind of, they threw in one of the, among, they got like four or five different roars in there. One of them is kind of like this generic screechy sounding roar. They kind of reminds me of the original Red Rex roar. Yep. Yeah. Just about the only thing it doesn't do is the, is the noises when you stop it. Yeah. Yeah. But it's, it's pretty close. <laughs> um, I, I do think it's packaged a lot better than the original Kenner one. I do like the fact that the tail hasn't been bent over <laughs> to fit it into the box uh, like that original Red Rex had. Um, a lot of people buying them on the second-hand market now, and you've got no hope of straightening that tail out. Mm, and, uh, yeah, definitely, definitely <laughs> that's a problem with mine. Yeah. I oh, know they've done the real feel for the Mosasaur for Fallen Kingdom, I think it was. I'd, I'd really love to see more figures... With this, we're going to talk about the Hammond Collection Brachiosaur coming up. If that thing was real feel, it'd be fantastic. I mean, some of those big sauropods, yeah, it's going to drive the price up a bit. But uh, once you've <laughs> once you've had a couple of these figures with the real feel stuff, you sort of you realise how much you're missing out on uh, other figures having it as well. But we'll see. Yeah, we'll see what they got planned in the future. <laughs> I've heard that there's going to be a second wave of. Um the Mattel figures so yeah. I'm hoping that if we get anything in there it'll be like uh, nostalgia based it'll be like let's say the Carnotaurus or the Juvenile T-Rex or maybe even and I won't get my hopes up on here because this is supposed to be the JP 30th line so we probably won't get it but like a re a remake of the Thrasher T-Rex mm-hmm yeah we could only hope. <laughs> but uh, no one could have predicted that the Red Rex would have been done, so why not? Why not? Let's do the fresher. <laughs> do it as well. But yeah, they, they did have. Uh, they had the Hammond Collection, um, Ray Arnold and uh, Robert Muldoon there as well. I couldn't afford to get them this week. I'll be getting them next week. As well as the mm -hmm. uh, the Jada uh, Jeep 12. Uh, 
I think it's a 118 scale, but uh, I can d discuss them next month because, uh, Dave, you got the Red Rex as well. <laughs> I did, yes. <laughs> it's Like I said, I really think this is a great figure. Mm. They, I, my expectations for it were high, and Mattel blew them out, still blew them out of the water. Yeah. Which means that my expectations, my expectations are going to be high for the Lost World 30th anniversary too, Mattel. Oh. Just saying. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, but how they handled the the 25th. <laughs> oh, the the 20th, I should say. No, it was the 25th. Yeah, because we're 27 now. So. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> Too many dates to remember. Um, and I was sort of one of the main reasons I wasn't really looking forward or wasn't really aiming to pick up the Red Rex is just and I've seen it already, they've got, they're on eBay and people have got Rare trying to pass it off as the original uh, <laughs> no, <I saw laughs> no. stuff like that and I'm sure like, granted they've done the uh, the Jungle oh, the Jungle Attack set or whatever that, um, that Series 2 Explorer is stuff like that that was never released so you're not going to get so much confusion but when people are buying spending too much money on the t-rex breakout set for instance and people are trying to advertise it as an original kenner jurassic park figure like yes it's probably on them for not doing their research but scalpers and scammers and all that stuff exists because people are falling for it and doing it mm so if you are looking for any of that original kenner stuff just do your research. There's a toy. There is a. Uh, was the legacy toy section brought over to Jurassic Dashpedia? The what? The no. Um, actually, we it might have. Now that I think about it. Yeah, because I know Legacy did have a, a real good comprehensive look at all, all, well, pretty much all the figures that were released. And I think, but it might have. Hmm. It's not as in depth as the JP toys. I know that, but we I think we do have a li we try to do keep a listing around. Okay. Well, there's our plug for Jurassic Dashpedia for the for the episode. dot <laughs> <laughs> com. Head over there for all these toys and many more. So this is kind of a good tangent into the other thing I got. So, in anticipation of the T Rex ambush set from the legacy line where we get the male T-Rex and then and Lost World Malcolm and all those characters and all those guys. I went and bought an eighteen I found a diecast one eighteen Pontiac convertible. Ooh. Now in the movie Ian Malcolm drives a sixty nine Pontiac um Le Mans, I think it was. And the closest I could find it was a sixty five Pontiac GTO in the color and being a convertible. But yeah, I wanted to grab a, um, the legacy Sarah Harding figure as well, but honestly, and this is going back in the, the scalpers. There's like a lot of people on eBay who are saying, Oh yeah, this is the rare, rare, like, like they're trying to pass it as the original. And it would honestly be cheaper to buy the whole set in box than it would be to just buy the figure itself. Oh, wow. <laughs> the lowest I think I could find for the figure was like 40 bucks oh. by itself. <laughs> I know. And you could get like the whole set for I think the lowest I saw was 35. Wow. Well, yeah, and that's going to come into discussion when we get to some of these new figures coming out too, the, the, the Target exclusives and that uh, selling out so fast. How many of that's people buying doubles and multiples just to flip off as well but um oh that's just a shame um, i know yeah, yeah the party annoying <laughs> again it's not it's not sort of one of those more iconic uh movie cars from the franchise but you can guarantee if you have that sitting in front of the male t-rex people everyone's going to know exactly what what that's from um oh yeah well, especially with, like, Ian Malcolm in it. And I know Sarah Harding has a different change of clothes in the movie, but, I mean, it's close enough. I really don't expect to get a repack of her in the San Diego outfit. <laughs> well... In... Though, then again, Mattel may surprise us. They in, do uh, do that. In 10 years' time, when they've gone through and already given us 15 John Hammonds, they might be looking for something, something else. Um... 
And that's that's a that's yeah. a diecast. That's a diecast. Well, with the one yeah. diecast yeah. cars, yeah. So rubber tires, all that sort of stuff, like real good quality. Yeah, metal metal body. Even the um, steering wheel actually moves the wheels. Oh yeah, yep. I know some of them do that. I know. Yeah, yeah it's actually really cool. <laughs> and the the doors open. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Now you know what the biggest, the next thing you got to try and find. That's the big seventy-six ball to sort of find something <laughs> that scales in, <laughs> scales in with it. Yeah, really. That I might have to end up making. Yeah. Yeah. Just to, into the sports just store. Get a big, and... Just get a big ball and turn it into turn, turn it into clay or something, yep. or repaint a cue ball or something. Yeah. <laughs> yep. No, take it in the sports store and just go through the ball racks and see what sort of matches up size wise and go from there. Yeah, really. No, nice. But it's not the only vehicle. The last... What's that? But it's not the only vehicle you purchased. Yeah, I also got... This was a uh, Big Bad Toy Store pre-order that I got. It was the Jada 132 Jeep Gladiator, which is pretty cool. It's got like a lot of little details in here. I'm surprised how much detailing they're able to pack into this thing. Mm. It's honestly, I think, more detailed than their um, Jurassic World Mercedes and um, Jeep, actually. And I think the Jeep was 118 scale. Yeah. Well, the Gladiators, you got the roll bars, you got a whole lot, a whole lot more sort of accessories on it than the, your clean skin G wagon. Um, but it's good that they've carried some of those, the, some of that accessories and design across into the into the toy itself. Um, I just wonder if there's a handbrake on there, if, if Universal's telling them they're only allowed to release one a year or or whatever it is, because we've talked before about the scale, the smaller um, model for all sorts of different Jurassic vehicles. Uh, it just doesn't seem to be happening as quick as it should be. Yeah, I really wish the Jada would get in on some of the other ones. The Jeep Gladiator I picked up because it was one that I've already been wanting me in real life actually <laughs> but yeah it's got like the uh it's got the um fuel cans on the top it's got the roll cages and the um tire on the back and uh two front doors open mm. yeah it's i just, really like it it's just a shame with a franchise that has so many iconic vehicles um Matchbox has sort of really done the most out of anyone else, but yeah. even up until this point, apart from that jaded Jeep, the only other way you can buy a version of that Gladiator from the film to have on a shelf is the RC one with the repainted Stiggy Mollick and a cardboard cutout of Owen. <laughs> and mm -hmm. yes, it's got some nice detail, but it's way too big to, to scale in with any of the Mattel dinosaurs. Um, yeah. And it's got the... the Sort of like the snagger uh, claw on the front of it to, to catch a, the sticky Moloch as well. So it's yeah, just more more of those nice detailed models, diecast models, um, or even so we never even got a, a Matchbox Gladiator either from memory. Unless no, I don't think they ever came up with the yeah, one. Yeah, so it's just it's yeah we had a gyrosphere in the sub from <laughs> Fallen Kingdom like. Little mm -hmm. single scenes like that, and yeah, yeah. Yeah, that was like the really that was the thing that Matchbox was really good for was giving us those kind of off obscure vehicles that you know, we wouldn't really get in toy form otherwise. Well, we got the JP Free water truck. <laughs> well, we got yeah. a water truck that's it's it, you could paint that thing green and it could easily be the water truck from JP Free. Just... Yeah. <laughs> Come on. Well, I mean, they came out with. Two different kinds. They came out with two different, um, or like maybe two or three different RVs. And I'm pretty sure we have all three versions of the M Class too, which, mm -hmm. yeah, we're only just getting that one version now from Mattel in big scale. So, uh, but... and you can, well, it is giving us like stuff to convert it, but yeah, yeah, I well... think it's kind of Mattel's way of saying, all right, this is all we're going to be doing for the Mercedes. Mm -hmm. Well, we're going to talk about that again in a minute. Um, so that's it for uh, for new pickups. Uh, how about we get into some news? All right. Hey, the adult sees that it's us once again with his baby. Uh, this is going to be like you. Yeah. 
There may be some uh, angry recognition. Who knows? Maybe just happy to see us. Um, a bit of news happening over this the month of May in the lead up to Jurassic 30. Last week, uh, last episode, we grumbled a little bit about uh, the apparent lack of effort being put in by Universal. Whether the current effort, what we're about to discuss, is any better, it's up to you to decide. We um, we uphold the right to freedom of speech, and if we want to grumble about this stuff, we're going to grumble about it. <laughs> uh, <laughs> David, you being up in Chicago, how uh, readily accessible is uh, Universal Orlando or the LA Universal Park to you? <laughs> Um, both are on the other end. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> one's on the southeast end, others on the southwest end. Yeah, well, I'll get into it. We've got uh, we've got two bits here. Um, two events happening at the Universal Parks. One of them's a sweepstakes, uh, where um, I remember there being a sweepstakes for the Lost World too. And I'm thinking, there's no way I've got five grand. This is me at eleven. Oh uh, no, where was I? Fourteen or fifteen. Back in the 90s when it was $5,000 or more to fly from here to, <laughs> from Australia to the US. But um, I'm guessing... Well, it was I'm... funny. I, okay. I believe in for um, the Lost World, the sweepstakes sent you to New Zealand because, of course, they planned the sweepstakes when they were still planning to film in New Zealand, which would not have been bad for you at all. Well, I'm pretty sure that the photo was a New Zealand coastline or something. It wasn't... It was, yeah, there was something there. I do remember that. Um, but, of course, that was all tied in with uh, JP the Ride opening up and everything else. But um, These ones, I'm guessing... I haven't read too far in. I'm guessing Continental US uh, free prizes um, yeah. for go to the theme park, do all the rides, all that sort of stuff. $100 target voucher. Uh, five additional winners will get a $100 target gift card as well. It's something, I know Universal's got their parks, they're going to try and attract people there. Um, it's funny, you win the prize, so they, they bring you to their resort, uh, give you some cash and then expect you to pay <laughs> pay for all the, the uh, souvenirs and everything else. But uh, that goes through, I think, until the, the, what it, yeah, the 4th of Ju- July here, so it goes later than uh, Jurassic June. But, um, mm-hmm. That's the first thing, anyway. I, again, I can't enter because I'm nowhere near here and someone's messaging me. Uh, the second thing, um, down at uh, Universal Orlando, they've got a uh, Jurassic Park 30th anniversary tribute store that's opening up. Again, a lot of, lot of, I'll say props, but a lot of uh, uh, the T-Rex and stuff like that. I'm, mm-hmm. I doubt any of this stuff's original, original stuff from the franchise. Although there is a making no. of Jurassic Park. It's all um, replicas and replications. Here, I'm going to send you a link that has. I forgot. I forgot to put this in the before the record. Yep. Yeah, that has. That's like a walkthrough of the tribute store, and then. Ah, oh, radio. Yeah, yeah. So inside the tribute store, again, a lot of. Uh... Then oh, another walkthrough. The Triceratops looks pretty good. Oh, yeah. They have a lot of cool stuff here. The Sick Triceratops looks really cool. I'm really excited. I wish I could actually make a Tornado to get to <laughs> just see that because it is so well done. Yeah. Yeah, so stuff actually, like that. Actually, all... Okay. Yeah. No, sorry. Go ahead. Oh, I was just going to say, yeah, stuff to say, obviously, I don't even know what you call that. It's not a dummy. Maybe a statue. Uh <laughs> Yeah, whatever you call that, the, the, the actual uh, sick triceratops laying outside, um, maquette, mock-up, um, mm-hmm. uh, like a wood wood structure of the Trenosaur, I'm guessing that's of the animatronic when they are doing all the clay work back at Stan Winter well, I mean, like, just the triceratops here, whoever painted it, it looks like they, like, painted it with the original colors in mind and then did a kind of, like, dirt brown overspray. Mm-hmm. It really it looks really authentic. Yep, a lot of concept art on the walls as well. Um, the original, no, it can't be the original because that's been auctioned off. But uh, sort of stop motion rigs from the original uh, T Rex breakout um, mm-hmm. diorama there as well. Yeah, the dioramas that they're doing here are really cool. I really like those. The 
Velociraptor one I love, the one where it's in the um, poking its head out of the bars. Oh wow, yeah. And obviously the uh, the Horizon Dilophosaur there sitting on top of the TV. A lot of um, there's a blueprint on the wall behind that Dilophosaur that uh, looks mm-hmm. like the the drop, <laughs> the wall. Yeah, it is. Yeah. We have have we seen that before? Um, what? I have. I'm not sure if okay. it's been released publicly though. Okay, yeah, I, I have not seen that before then. Um, mm. A lot of stuff here. As as more and more people visit a lot of the your uh, your, your major sites, and that are going to have photos of all this sort of stuff in here. And yeah, I'm gonna have to go have a look at this virtual tour now. <laughs> <laughs> um, is uh. Heading down country is Orlando a little bit easier for you than LA, or are you looking about the same distance? Um, it'd be closer to go to Florida, but I honestly prefer to go to California just because I've never I've been to Florida before. I mean, it, Florida's Florida. I'd, I'd like to see the California park. <laughs> Plus, they have the um, some of the original they had the original RV and stuff like that. Yeah. <laughs> have you done Have you done the Orlando Resort before, or? I have not done no. any of them. I've, I mean, as big as a fan as I am, I've never been to Jurassic Park to ride. Yeah. Well, that's the other thing Orlando's got going for it, too. It does still have that original JP ride there, River River Run, uh, River mm-hmm. Ride, whereas the LA, the LA one's got the the Jurassic World um, oh, yeah. ride near. So. But as you said, yeah, still still having a lot of that uh, Lost World props out in the back lot, the RV and... The, the the hummers and all that sort of stuff and the unimogs sadly not the ambulance administration building but yeah I'll get in trouble if I was out there I'll be in those vehicles <laughs> yeah so that's that's going up tribute store uh, interesting they've got some banners up on the outside here the making of Jurassic Park whether that's new content I'm guessing that's just uh, something's been put together maybe a 15 minute loop of um, well it might be more longer than 15 minutes but a loop nonetheless of just some of the behind the scenes stuff that we've already seen before on the DVDs and Blu-rays and that. Yeah, this really looks like to be too. Moving on to our next bit of JP30, uh, there's a new Steelbook coming out, um, 4K Ultra HD and Blu-ray and digital version of Jurassic Park. We sort of speculated for a while whether or not there was going to be some sort of new box set uh, coming out. At the moment, at the time of this recording, uh, nothing's been mentioned about that, but it appears they're just doing the uh, focusing on Jurassic Park and not the rest of the films for the uh, celebration. And um, mm-hmm. we've got the release of this uh, new Steelbook cover. A lot of uh, discussion <laughs> amongst fans. Uh, you've got some... Well, you've got a majority of the cast on the on the cover itself, as, long, as well as uh, Rexy, Dilophosaur, Brachiosaur... Uh, John Hammond and the the raptor and the eggs. Uh, I'm sure everyone's seen it. The artistic choice to go sort of uh, stylized artistic uh, on it, not that you're actually using photo real characters. Hmm. What are your thoughts on this? Honestly, and like I see a, um, some comments on the Facebook post from collect Jurassic for, uh, from some of my friends saying the same thing. It looks like the cover was designed by AI. Like, it's kind of just... You you input Jurassic Park into an AI, and this is what it came up with. Yeah. For Jurassic Park poster or something like that. Yeah. There's somebody else here, uh, Stephen Mars, commented that they would have just put the logo with, uh, on the sunset background and honestly that would have looked really cool i i would have done that myself hmm. it's it's a trend a lot of a lot of studios have been going oh even the last 10 years of sort of going for that star wars sort of poster design where you got to have every character a couple of key scenes and just have so much on the poster the dvd cover blu-ray whatever whatever media release it is. Uh, yeah. But when you go back to the day, the, the Jurassic Park poster, the Lost World poster, even JP3, you, you just got the logo. Um, 89 Batman's just the Batman logo, and everyone knows exactly what that is. It doesn't even say Batman on it. <laughs> um, <laughs> I, 
agreed. Yeah, I mean, this, this logo is, I mean, this cover is very, very busy. And like you were saying, the original, for the first three movies, the and even to the Jurassic World for, to an extent until they kind of released the, um, they released that Owen and the Raptor poster and that kind of became the oh, mainstay. Yeah. Yep. Was it was just a kind of a blankish background, like for Jurassic Park, you just had the <clears throat> black background. For Lost Worlds, you just had that rock background. For Jurassic Park three, you just had that uh, kind of brushed steel background mm, with the yep. Pteranodon shadow. Yep. And for <clears throat> for Jurassic World, you just had that kind of again that polished steel look with the and each film had the respective logos. You had the yellow logo, you had the red logo for Jurassic Park. You had the cracked logo for for Lost World. You had the Spinosaurus logo for for three, and then you had the blue logo for World, which I honestly wish they would have kept. Mm-hmm. And like you said, they all kind of go for these Star Wars style posters these days, where as you said, it's every character shoved into the shoved around the logo and some key scenes stuffed in between that. Yeah, I won't just pile Star Wars. Marvel's doing it a lot as well. Just obviously because you're paying to have thirty characters in your <laughs> in your cinematic universe, and if they're in that film, you sort of you've got them up front and center as well. But um, yeah, and it's, no, but I mean, the '90s releases of the Indiana Jones box set and the Star Wars special editions box set. I remember those are kind of the first time I'm really thinking of that I saw those kinds of posters where it's everybody crammed around the logo with some, with like a key scene or two stuffed around the edges. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I suppose we got we had a new a new I'll say cover for the the 3D release with the uh, the jeep in front of the the gates, which again was sort of. Uh, not photorealistic at all um, mm-hmm. for that, and then we had the re-release too, where they've decided to uh, to do all the covers, the different covers uh, for each film as well. Where now you're losing pretty much <clears throat> the logo and everything else, and you've just got a scene, a key scene as the front cover, like the mm-hmm. uh, the, the stegosaurs, Ian, uh, Nick, and Eddie in the creek when the stegosaur attacks happening for the Lost World. Uh, I cannot remember what Jurassic Park one was <laughs> or what some of the others were, but sort of that, and I know a lot of fans had issues been, with that too. I think the Jurassic Park one might have been the T-Rex breakout. Yeah. Yeah. And going back to that kind of more simplistic poster logo thing, I remember when they did the uh, Collector's Edition re-release for Jurassic Park and the Lost World in 2000, and Jurassic Park was just kind of the edge of the T-Rex's snout uh, with the logo in the back, uh, in front of it. And The Lost World was just three raptors with the logo in front of it. Mm-hmm. And again, it was very simplistic design. And <clears throat> like you said, that poster with the Jeep in front of it, in front of the gates, that was among a myriad of concept posters that they had done for the movie. For yeah. the movie and there was... Yeah. A bunch of different ones that they did, and they were all very, very cool. Like they, like you had one where it was steps coming, or the T Rex uh, footprints coming out of the gate, and behind it was the um, visitor center. And they had that in various environments. I think one was a sunset, one was at night. And I mean, like I said, they all looked very cool. But there's nothing really kind of stands against that very simplistic is just the logo that says Jurassic Park that's all you needed you know or just mm. the logo with the Batman insignia that's all you needed it was instant recognition I think you lose something when you make the lo- the poster or the logo too busy like this you lose like the memorability of it yeah yeah also, too, without sort of knowing, seeing on the back what's what's included in this, whether it's just the uh, just a steel book that's the only new thing to go with it. Um, if if it's only the, the same 4K film in there, you need to make this. Uh, you got to make fans want to buy this. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, yeah, so 
It's a shame. I, I don't have a 4K player. The only thing 4K I've got is me Apple TV, so... I think I might still just wait out and just see what's going to come along for a, uh, a box set. Because... Jurassic the, the World Trilogy I've only got on DVD that I've purchased to do this podcast. I have not purchased any of the, the 4K or high-def versions, uh, Blu-ray versions of those movies. So, yeah, time will tell. <laughs> time will tell what happens there. Uh, From what I've... This is the same um, anniversary set that we discussed last, uh, last month's record... It's pretty much the, just the movie with um, the same old, same old behind-the-scenes stuff, and I think it might come with uh, a booklet with the concept art. And we talked about that last last month, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Hmm. yeah. That's a shame. Um, lastly, on the JP30. Uh, over on Amazon, you can pick up some uh, some nostalgic-looking T-shirts and hoodies. Uh, I'm not a hoodie fan, so I'm not really interested in the, the 30th anniversary being anywhere near the JP logo. But uh, yeah. some of the some of the T-shirts, I think, is pretty pretty nostalgic. But it does go back to that thing I was saying earlier about the Red Rex. I'm sure people will be buying these and throwing them up on eBay to say these are the original, especially like the JP logo of the the, the, the mm-hmm. bolts, the fence voltage and a lot of that uh, original sort of signage, um, even the the bottom bottom right there, the, the different versions of the T Rex with ninety three stuff like that. Um, yeah, that one I think is really cool looking. Yeah, and the one that kind of caught my eye, but at the same time I don't like it, is the white one with the. It looks like they literally just copy and pasted the entire brand logo page <laughs> onto the back of the shirt. <laughs> It's like okay, you don't need that many different signs on the on the back of the shirt. They should have again. This is with the keeping a simple. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's yeah. One thing I did mention I was going to be coming back next minute. I just take, uh, picked up a couple of bundles of original Jurassic Park uh, sticker sheets and that sort of thing, and that that's got this written all over it. Just all this signage, um, the sticker sheets I had back in the day. So. Um. Yeah, they didn't need to put the whole sticker sheet on the shirt. <laughs> <laughs> well, again, you get to just have that big um, the JP toy logo of the, the incorporated JP and the the, T, the round T Rex logo. That could just be a shirt. I'm sure just the ten thousand volt sign on a shirt, people would know exactly what that is as well. <laughs> well, that's what I thought it was at first until I expanded the image and I noticed that it was all these <laughs> different signs. I thought it was just the Jurassic Park. Uh, toy logo there and I was like oh that's really cool and I'm thinking that because I really like that they brought that back for the 30th anniversary that mark of Jurassic Park thing that Kenner did mm. and then they added the little 30 in the circle at the on the corner of it it, it was it, it really hit me in the nostalgia right there <laughs> it's like seeing an old friend again that you haven't seen in 30 years <laughs> yeah yeah well also because you know they they did all this back in the day with all the the, um, the quilt covers and Duna covers and all that sort mm-hmm. of stuff. You, you still see... Oh, yeah, it was everywhere. Yeah, especially sort of the, the T-Rex design of the different, the weird colours. They went to an even more extreme in The Lost World with some of the <laughs> fantastic stuff and art they did in there with the dinosaurs and Born to Live and <laughs> all, all the catchphrases mm-hmm. they had with them. But, but, uh, <laughs> but it is Mine good. is still the... Freaky looking baby stegosaurus where it looks super serious and says the world will be mine. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well. Hmm. Yeah. I swear they better, they better re release some of this stuff for the Lost World 30. I swear. The Hunts on Universal. Yes. <laughs> National Weather Service is tracking a tropical storm about 75 miles west of us. Ay, 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 why didn't I build it all land up? I'll keep an eye on it. Maybe it'll swing south like the last one. Uh, leaving uh, JP30 behind, uh, we'll see you next month in Jurassic June, if anything else comes out for that. Uh, Hammond Collection has issued another big sauropod. No, it's the first big sauropod for the Hammond Collection. Uh, their version, or their try at a Brachiosaurus. Uh, a big, 
big, big sauropod in the Hammond Collection line. So you've got head articulation, uh, you've got knee and ankle articulation, all the stuff you really want that, leg- that legacy brachiosaur to do. Uh, Good-looking paint on it. But I know a lot of fans have uh, have grizzled about the 80 to $120 price tag on the, on this big, beautiful brachiosaur. Well, another thing to keep in mind is the original Legacy figure was, what, 60 I think? 50 or 60 bucks. Yeah, that sounds about right. This one has much more articulation. The neck is completely articulated. Like you, it's, I think it's rubber with a wireframe on the inside. Oh, right. So yeah. Can, yeah. I did not know that. So you yeah. can do whatever you want with that neck. Cause that, wow. well, that's what it looks like on the, um, cover oh, there. It yeah. looks like the, it's twisted. Yeah. And the legs are completely articulated, not just at the shoulders or not just at the, like the shoulder joints. And yeah, I mean, it's got to be even bigger than the Legacy one, too. Mm. The size projection that I saw on the website, I think, put it, like, almost 40 inches. Oh, wow. It's going to be big. Yes. And that's just as it stands there. Like, it's got one pose on the back of the box. It can do that standing up to get the, 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 the leaves from the top of the tree pose from Jurassic. So that's just going to put it up, put it up to probably three feet up. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, it's going to be giant. Yeah. <laughs> I could not at all imagine a Dreadnoughtus. Oh, well, oh we never... I, I, I have planned... I still have plans to get the Momentiosaurus if we ever, if it ever appears. And that thing's going to be huge. Yeah, well, they opened the, they opened the floodgates on that with the Legacy Collection. They've done the Brachiosaur and we sort of suspected whether or not they'd be able to reuse or make reuse some parts from that to, to keep on going with some of the other sauropods. And what are we at four now that they've released, uh, including mm-hmm. a, a repaint of the original one for the, the JP freak. Uh, that might be custom. There has been a reissue of the, the original one anyway, but if they start pumping well, out a Mementiosaur and a Patasaur in the Hammond collection line, uh, Wow. Well, this one thing is funny is, and I think I bring this up every time we talk about a new sauropod, is how insistent Hasbro was for so many years. Oh, we can't do sauropods. The the logistics would be nightmarish. Nobody would ever be able to afford it. It would cost too much. It'd take up too much shelf space. They had so many excuses for why they wouldn't do it. And Mattel has four, like you said, four or five now. And it's just, they sell like hotcakes. But it's not just the, the Hammond Collection line. There's the big stuff in Legacy. Well, for, well Legacy now and Hammond Collection. And you've got the super colossal stuff that's been coming out over the last 10 years. So mm-hmm. they've they've really had their stores, <laughs> their, their shelves packed with some of these yeah. massive figures. Uh, and just keeping on the size of this, uh, I can only imagine how, how nice the box is going to look when you look at that uh, Hammond Collection T-Rex and how nice that box is. Um mm-hmm. And now the brachiosaur. Obviously, I'm I'm sure that the tail's going to come off in package. Oh yeah. Unless they go and open sort of package like the real feel Rex is, but which I wouldn't be opposed uh, to either. But I'm pretty sure the tail and head are detached, and you add those together because just looking at how the joints work, they look like the legacy one. Yeah. Yeah. But then I, after talking about, it, I don't think 120 is too too steep. That's that's going to be closer to 200 for me, uh, mm-hmm. unless I can find it online. I might have to throw it in the pile of loot at BBTS, <laughs> get it for Christmas. But, um, whatever. What about you? You've how many of the you've you've been collecting most of the sauropods? So are you, are you going to update and maybe sell a couple off? Or actually, the only one I have are the Brachiosaurus and the Apatosaurus. I had to, I did not get the Dreadnoughtus just because it was just way too big. <laughs> I would have had nowhere to put a five foot tall or five foot long <laughs> dinosaur toy. <laughs> but yeah, I actually have the Apatosaurus put away in storage and the Brachiosaurus in my closet with the other stuff that I keep out. This is, I don't know if I can justify another Brachiosaurus. <laughs> 
maybe not the the Hammond Collection one, but for the Legacy Sauropods, I wonder, even the, the, the Super Colossal stuff, I wonder at one point you just uh, really test out the paint on them and just put them out in the garden for lawn ornaments. Um, <laughs> have them in your garden <laughs> under the trees and that and just have a outside display for some of that stuff <laughs> and hope the, hope the local dog or cats don't come and tear them up. It's a thing of beauty. <laughs> um, up next, we did discuss uh, last month the uh, the M-Class Sauna Malcolm and Bull T-Rex had been revealed. Um, a basic reveal last month. We won't go too far into it because we did talk a lot about it back then. But uh, one thing that uh, wasn't apparent back then was uh, the sort of the ability of the M-Class to be able to change from one version to the other. Uh, a photo here of Malcolm in the, the rear dome. So obviously we've got the observation version. Uh, and then you can take the whole back, just clips off, and all of a sudden it's Eddie's version. The 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 the, the, the truck version, like a lot of people call it, the open back version. Um, yeah. Which sort of, I love the playability, that the fact that you can have one here to do two things. I hope that doesn't mean this is the only version they want to release. But it does mean that, uh, I think I was talking to someone on Facebook um, really, if you want to, if you want to have a different version of these, you're going to need four, four of these vehicles to uh, just have each free version of the the M class in the film. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I didn't know about the um, removable back either. That was not something they had shown off with the prototype. So that is a really cool thing to get. I pre-ordered this one, of course. The T Rex will probably end up at Goodwill. It's kind of ugly. <laughs> but yeah, like I've said, the Mercedes and Ian Malcolm are the star of this. Yeah, and there's a couple of, couple of things I have to do to sort of make playability uh, between the different models. Obviously, a couple of them. Uh, I think it's the observation one was the only one that had the barred windows. Mm-hmm. No, the two, the two full SUVs had the barred windows. Eddie's did not have the barred windows, obviously, because... Uh, they need to be off for the the stunt and the uh, the roof removal sequence, so it didn't have the barred windows. But uh, same with the the luggage on the back. If you are going to make the uh, the laboratory version with the spare tire on the top, that's why I was saying you need the fourth to get a tire off it <laughs> to stick mm-hmm. uh, where the glass dome is, and you'd have to get some sort of black um, black square to put on the bonnet for whatever that was on that uh, on that third M-Class that's over in the museum in Germany. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, that's... <laughs> I cannot wait until this comes out. And, unfortunately, I'm going to have two or three of those T-Rex I'm going to have to do something with. <laughs> maybe maybe hot glue, uh, hot knife, and uh, try my hand at some decay dead, dead T-Rex. <laughs> But I suppose it, it, the colour aside, like the Mattel's pretty much ironed out that Tyrannosaur mould now, so having a few mm-hmm. extras like that sitting around, you can try your hand at customising or something. But it's it's not necessarily a bad thing. It's just a shame we can't uh, go to Mattel.com and just order the Mercedes or order Sarah Harding or <laughs> individual mm-hmm. things like that. But yeah, yeah. I do like the head sculpt on the T-Rex, and I will say that is a major improvement. Mm-hmm. It looks, it does look cool. I just wish the paint was a little bit more there. Yeah. Pushing team, move in there. Move it. Oh, 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 I want tasers on full charge. Moving on to our last, uh, last bit of toy news for the month. Something I didn't see coming. Uh, the Velociraptor C- Containment Chaos Pack. Uh, Another Legacy Collection set. We got the the iconic Raptor cage. Uh, another JP Raptor, which looks just a re, repaint of what we've originally got with all our Velociraptors from Mattel. Uh, two two Nublar workmen, security staff, what have you, and uh, and another Muldoon, which looks like the Legacy Muldoon we got ten years ago. Which is interesting enough they've used that to. To fill out this box set because I had a few left over in the warehouse, but this set looks pretty good. Uh, it's gone up locally here. 80 asked, it'd be probably 60 
60 bucks, which is a little bit more than what some of these legacy packs have been. Mm-hmm. And I know, I know, because a lot of people want to get multiple so they can have multiple cages and especially multiple security staff to fill out <laughs> dioramas and that. Um, and then you've got, you've got the shock stick, you've got the spaz. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I do like that they have Joffrey here. That was, that was a cool addition that I don't think I would, I ever expected to get that figure. Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> That's, yeah, this whole set was a surprise to me, too. I was not expecting to see it. The uh, cage here is really cool to see. I wasn't expecting to see that. I've seen fan modelings of it that they've, like, sold the instructions to. The Raptor looks okay. I'm not sure if I'm going to pick up this set, but it does have a lot of cool accessories. Like, they have the stun gun, the Spash 12, the um, various light, the light, and it looks like a couple knee pads, I think. Hey, I don't know what that is. Um... Yeah, yeah, because there's none. Yeah, because your your people are basically just wearing the grey overalls, although one's missing a hand, so I don't know what's... The non-Joffrey's missing his hand. <laughs> um, I was trying to see if there's another... Oh, no, he's got it in the box. I guess he... He's got it there holding the light, the torch. Yeah. Maybe it's, maybe it's just an issue with the way they've done photo, photographed that and it's been painted out or something. Yeah. Oh, yes, yeah, so and... Marcus has mentioned that on the post as well. <laughs> and even the box art for it is really cool. Like, you have that... Um, the very end of the raptor pen shining onto the figures. Yeah, and then the other end you've got the sort of loading dock where um, mm-hmm. where it would have clipped into. Mm-hmm. They've done they've done a real good job with a lot of the box art. This the 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 rescue re, uh, the risky rescue set with the maintenance build in the background. A lot of the box arts, and I, I know I've still got the the kitchen. Whatever the Raptors in the kitchen set's called, well, that's still in box because it looks fantastic in the box as well. I haven't opened any of my legacy stuff, even the Roland and uh, Outrigger. I haven't opened yet either, so uh, I must get around to rectifying that issue. But I can't wait for this to get here. Um, apparently, it's already here at a couple of stores, and uh, I'll be going out next weekend to try and find it. Good luck. <laughs> um. But eighty-five bucks. There might be just one for now. And I'll wait and see if I can get one on clearance when they go. Because that kitchen set, one store, I think there was about eight or nine sets of that there, and they set their ages. So, um, but apart from that, that is it for May. Uh, as I said earlier, Jurassic June's just around the corner. Did you did you try and order that uh, that Raptor set from Target.com? No, I, I'm like I said, I'm gonna skip on this one. I think I, I mean, the accessories are cool, but I just don't think I'm going to. Uh, ju- I can justify getting secondary figures. What about the uh, the the bull the the M class set? Did you? Yeah, that one I definitely pre-ordered. It, I didn't get it on the first um the first time it was up. I when they put up that set the pre-order the second time later that day. That's when I was able to get it. Mm-hmm. Well, I suppose what I'm trying to get to, um, any of the, any of the sort of that legacy stuff, that's a online exclusive. Have you, if you've missed the pre-orders, have you been able to go to uh, a Target store or anything like that and be able to find these figures, or is it pure exclusive to the online? And if you don't get the original pre-order or a follow-up pre-order, you've just got no hope apart from Eagle Bay. No. Um... For a lot of the stuff, like, for example, with the Jungle Tracker, the Red Rex, the Pachycephalosaurus, the Hammond Collection Pachycephalosaurus, and the Hammond Collection Geosternbergia, I ended up yeah. finding the Jungle Tracker in store, but didn't really care for it all that much, so I canceled that pre-order. And then I was able to find the Geosternbergia on Amazon, canceled that pre-order, and I and found the Pachycephalosaurus in store before it actually arrived to me online, so I canceled that pre-order. The Red Rex was the only uh, one of those pre-orders that actually that finally actually ended up coming from online. Okay. 
I did see a post before that with the uh, the Raptor Cage set, especially, I think it's due out from Target.com in August, but people are joking, saying, well, it's probably going to be in the stores in July. <laughs> uh, so, obviously, the pre-orders uh, aren't getting filled as soon as the figure's released. No, they're not. It's... We... I don't know... I suppose that would give people... I was going to say, that would give people the opportunity to then purchase... If you do find it in store and have a look and go, well, it doesn't look as good as the photo show or this looks really good, I'm just going to buy it now and cancel your pre-order, would open that up to more online becoming available later. Yeah. I don't know what's going on with the pre-order system with Target. It's kind of just been wonky where a lot of people are finding stuff in store before they find it in their, um, before they find it or before they actually get their pre-order. And I was talking with a friend of mine privately about this, and I was just saying, I don't care if it's the first one on the shelf or the last one on the shelf. If it's on the shelf, Target should be filling those pre-orders. You mm-hmm. kind, of the, kind of the whole reason people pre-order stuff is the guarantee of getting it as early as possible. Like, as soon as it hits the... Um, as soon as it hits the warehouse and then the street date it should be going out to customers it's not something that you should be fi- you should be having to cancel your pre-order because you ended up finding it in the store yeah yeah no very true yeah all right so dave that's uh that's may um how about we get out of here for the day for the month and uh we'll be back in june for some more news but next week we'll be back for another fallen kingdom minute all right sounds good <laughs>